for U.S. expats living in Canada, are there any reporting requirements for the CRA when the expat has a, U um, a U.S. LLC back in the U.S.? Um, okay, just can you repeat that again? Because it, I want to make sure yeah. they understand. Absolutely. So, so the, at the bottom of the list, for U.S. expats living in Canada, are there any reporting requirements to the CRA when this U.S. expat in Canada has a U.S. LLC back in the U.S.? He says it's in the startup phase, but he has a company outside uh, of, of Canada. Okay. Uh, one of the things that's required right now is basically if uh, if the Canadian taxpayer has um, income or assets, anything over $100,000 Canadian, they're supposed to be reporting the foreign investments and foreign uh, businesses as well. So that, that reporting requirement is there. And again, given the data sharing and information, there was a time when it was not enforced uh, that strictly now they are actually looking at it. So one of the questions that we do have for most of our, uh, for all our clients is that do you have any assets that's over hundred thousand dollars outside of Canada. If so, we need to get details. This could include having bank balances, investments, and shares in uh, businesses outside. And there are certain exceptions. So we just go through that and say what has to be reported, and that that would be reported under what we call the Form One One Three Five. Cool. Yes, Bala. I would also want to add uh, that uh, since that person owns an LLC, LLC uh, in Canada uh, or in the US also is uh, like treated as a disregarded entity, and that adds to complications when uh, how to report that. I'm assuming that uh, the person um, uh, is a Canadian tax resident, uh, and if uh, that person is, then there is there could be additional uh, reporting requirement on what is called a form T1134, where that person has an interest or ownership in a uh, corporation outside of uh, Canada. Yeah. So uh, the reason I'm highlighting LLC here is that, uh, you know, uh, so whether it will be a T1134 or T1135 would depend on how that uh, disregarded entity uh, LLC is, uh, you know, reported in Canada, but there are reporting requirements. And, and if it is T1134, then it is, uh, it has been um, uh, since last year, the reporting has become very complex and very detailed. Uh, again, I would suggest that uh, if uh, 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 you know that this person should uh, should uh, seek some uh, advice uh, based on how to report that ownership in LNC. It is it is uh, significant reporting now, and there are penalties attached to it. Hmm. So, is it reporting only, or is there potentially tax implications? Like taxes may be payable as well. Uh, no, uh, taxes, uh, this uh, T1134 specifically is a reporting return. It's an information return only. Um, mm -hmm. the taxes uh, would be, uh, uh, you know, dependent on, uh, again, certain other factors that if he's, uh, um, um, you know, if it is a disregarded entity and uh, that person is a, uh, is a uh, tax resident, uh, whether his global income would be, you know, taxable uh, in Canada. Uh, that has to be looked at uh, again. Uh, Bala, you wanted to add something I, I realized here. Yeah. So, so one of the things is the reason that they're enforcing this uh, 1135 reporting of the assets outside the country, there's no tax implication when you report it. 
But every year you're supposed to be reporting the interest income, the other information that's coming through. Plus, also what happens is if you have, uh, let's say, land, building, and other assets outside outside Canada, when you dispose that off, there is a capital gain, and they want to make sure that they pick up on that as well. So in year one, you reported you had a uh, million dollars in assets outside of Canada, and that asset today in year five is worth $5 million. So give us tax on the $4 million. I think it's, it's just the information gathering. It seems like very harmless information gathering to start off with, but there could be implications in the future. Mm. So and 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 then they're very strict on like if we don't file that form on time, the penalty is very steep, something like twenty five hundred dollars for not uh, filing it. Wow! And so, are there so we we run into those issues. Sorry, we run into those issues when we have uh, people immigrating into the country and coming into Canada, and they go, "We don't have any property." Okay, fine. They walk out. They think that we don't know about it. We just warn them upfront saying that if you do, this is going to be an implication because for you to bring money at a later date, you're going to have some issues. Right. Are there CFC rules as well? Control foreign corp rules? Um, Sorry? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. Go ahead. Yes. Go. Yes, uh, there are. And uh, T1134 is actually, uh, you know, uh, to collect information in that direction only. Yeah. Mm, okay. Understood. Very, very interesting. Uh, and then, you know, added to that, I, I'd throw in, uh, you know, again, we, we these are the concepts that you'd want to use, Aldrin, when you're engaging with your preferred advisors. But then you'd also want to speak to your advisors as to whether management and control are being exercised from within Canada. Or is it that you're just a, a passive investor and you have yes. a, there's a CEO, there's everyone doing a thing back in the US, nothing to do, do you just collect checks? Then that might be a different situation from if you you have operational responsibilities as well. So you may want to have some sort of conversation around that. And yeah. when there's so that has implications as to how the distributions, if any, will be treated, right? Yes. Because if it is you're actively engaged in that distribution, yeah. you can treat it as a salary as opposed to dividend. So you know, it's a as as a, as cool was saying at the beginning, it's a pass through. So it is in a sort of gray area, and the facts and circumstances would govern how it's treated. So. <clears throat> okay. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.